This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And we are back for our upcoming anime for fall <laughs> of 2016. So close. So close. You nearly had it. <laughs> so close. And um, we got quite a few shows to talk about this season again. Um, a lot of them are sequels. Yes, they are. So, um, Indeed they are. So... Yeah, so go ahead and get it started. Uh, the first show on my list, list <laughs> is <laughs> Brave Witches. Uh, this seems to be a spinoff from Strike Witches. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I picked it um, for the season is because I, I don't know. It's one, of the, it's one of the things with me where it's like there's a show that looks cool. I maybe watch the first episode. I see a bunch of trailers for it. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to watch it. And I never get around to it. And yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. So for this show, um, the synopsis says, it is a Strike Witches spinoff featuring the 502nd Joint Fighter Wing of the Brave Witches. So uh, I don't really know the story. I'm, guess, I'm assuming it's... Have, have you even, like, watched the other ones before this? Maybe, like, the first episode. <laughs> but I do know. Oh. I do know that there's girls with, like, propeller legs <laughs> fighting monsters, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Love it. Which is, which is done. It's done. Right there. Don't even need to. Um... I watched, I want to say, like a couple episodes of this before, and it's kind of the reason why I'm I'm not even gonna th- I'm not even gonna worry about this one, even though it's a spinoff of the of uh, the original series and whatnot. It just it never interested me as much when I watched it. It just wasn't like as impactful, and I'm like, it just seems like they were just kind of. It was one of those like, um, oh, what is that one? Upite. Uh, okay, yeah. It just really seemed like that to me, where it's like we're gonna have girls who are basically inanimate objects and are used as weapons. I mean, it kind of seemed that way. I mean, they're not they're not as bad as that, but it, it was very much similar in that regards. And like, I tried so hard with Upite on that one because I'm like, it seems so ridiculous and funny, and I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. So, Strike Witches kind of seem the same to me, too. I mean, maybe anyone out there, if, if, if you think I should give it another shot and see if I can get into it, I don't know. But it just did not seem to work for me as much. So, anyways, that's all I have on that. Yeah. Um, I like the trailer. I might watch the first episode, but that'll probably be it. <laughs> uh, I really want to watch it. <laughs> uh-huh. I believe that, too. I really do. Uh, all right so my first one uh ironically enough in the same sense as big d over there a lot of these that we're going to be talking about in the beginning are going to be ones where we just like okay i'm just gonna say it uh bungo stray dogs so i watched the trailer for it because the description for it just says second season of bungo stray dogs and the trailer looked really good. Uh, There's a lot of like interesting um, like fight sequences in it, and I'm I'm really curious as far as like what's gonna happen 
Uh, it, and the characters seem kind of wacky and crazy, and I like the animation style to it too. So bones. Thought, yeah. Is that is that what it was? Was it bones? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, no wonder. I'll, yep. There we go. Bones. Uh, so it's a mystery sent in supernatural. And uh, any of you out there who's watched the first season, you probably are highly anticipation of this one if you've enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully I have a better chance, potentially, of being able to watch the, the first season before uh, Big D over there. Because, I mean, I mean, you haven't even seen the first season of this one, have you? I saw, like, two episodes. Oh. And they were cool. It yeah. looks really cool. Like I said, like the fight sequences and like the supernatural aspect to it, it seemed really interesting. Um, again, Bones, great, anim- great animation to it. Uh, and I think it, it looks like a lot of fun. And I think that's really the biggest thing for me is like, you know, it, an anime that doesn't take itself too seriously and just has a lot of fun with its wackiness and craziness. Yeah. I think does a lot and says a lot to to the actual like animators and uh the storyline, you know, people's for that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably try to pick up the first season on that one, see if I can watch it. Uh, and potentially, if I like the first season, it looks like the second season is probably going to be the same thing, and I'll watch that and see how it works. So. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, the next show that I have is Haikyuu. Is this the sports one? Yes, it oh, is okay. the volleyball one. Yeah, just I just I can't. Oh, <laughs> well, go ahead by all means. So this show is animated by Production IG. They are the gods of sports anime right now, and uh, this is the second season. Mm-hmm. And the synopsis is this year's sixteenth issue of Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine is announcing on Saturday that the third. Uh, television anime season for Haruchi Furu Date's Haikyuu Volleyball Language has been greenlit for fall. So I watched the first episode and I loved it. And my curse for anime, I didn't con- <laughs> didn't continue. But um, I'm not even. I want to see it. I'm definitely gonna check out the first episode. Um, I just I just haven't been finishing anything recently, so. Uh, I I hope you can change that for when we do the uh, the follow up on our, our the, this season because there's some good stuff on this season. Yeah, I, uh, I've seen all the shows that we talked about in the last video. It's just I need to finish them up. So <laughs> if, if we can get our scheduling right, then I'll go ahead and finish it. Um, okay. Yeah, with production IG, um, all of their sports anime are uh, really good. Like the f- one that I liked. The most recently was uh, Kudoko's Basketball. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the shows uh, that I kept up with. And I haven't finished it. I got to the third season, but I, I love the first full two seasons that I watched. So um, this show also looks good. I remember the first episode being pretty cool. Um, I just need to finish it up so I can go ahead and start the second one. <laughs> All right. That is the third season. So That's the third season of that one? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, good luck on that. <laughs> um, so following along with that, for me at least, 
I have yet another one that is a second season. I'm see. I'm not like trying to go out there and like say second or thirds. I'm just saying second season. He's won thirds. I'm like, nah, I'm good on that. Anyways, uh, third season or second. See, you got me all tongue tied now. Second season of this one now. Uh, Buboki Baraki Buranaki. There we go. That's what that is. Uh, again, I don't know anything about this and. For those of you who have been following along before, I'm not a huge mech fan. There's been very few uh, mech animes I've come out that I've seen that I've really enjoyed and thought were done done well. Um, but this one, I think, reminds me a lot of... Um, it's probably the animation and how they do it. Um, Eureka 7. Okay. It has a lot of that same feel to me. Uh, I mean, it kind of has, like, because of the two characters that I see in the trailer that are kind of, like, standing off against each other. Um, and there's, there was kind of, like, two characters in Eureka 7 that were kind of the same way. That mm. they kind of, they kind of had, like, that rivalry between each other, and it looks like that kind of has that there, too. Um, but it is interesting because I see, like, at certain points, like, the, uh, the mechs inside have, like, multiple people controlling it. So it's not just, like, one person in charge of it, so there's, like, coordination involved and stuff mm. like that. And, I mean, it seems interesting. I haven't watched a mech one in a while. I usually avoid them, because I'm like, I just, I don't know. They're just so badly done sometimes, but this one looks like it could be good, so uh, I'm going to give it a shot, and I'm going to see. <laughs> so, uh, I watched about half of this first season. Uh-huh. Because uh, it came out two seasons ago. Gotcha. And uh, I really, really liked it. Uh-huh. Um, there's one thing that I'm kind of... <laughs> I don't... I don't want to ruin it for you because it'll be two strikes against it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is a full CG show. Oh, God. No! It didn't look like that from the trailer, I know, though. which I'm shocked. I'm, I'm surprised you put it on your list. So I will say definitely check out the first episode. If you can, uh, if you can not notice the CG in this, well, you're going to notice it now that I mentioned it. But if, yeah. you, if, you, can, if you can, like, this is top-tier CG for anime, like, top-tier 2D-ish, 3D CG. So uh, there's two shows that I've talked about before that are up on the very top of the list. I say uh, probably three now. There's this one. There is uh, that musical one. No, 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 no. Okay, four. There's the musical one, which is uh, in fourth place. There is um, one where the uh, the girls wanted to be part of the um, with the star the star things with the cards and all that. The tarot. They wanted to be part of that thing. And, uh, uh, the only the only the only CG that I've ever really like enjoyed overly much has always been from the uh, the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, because it's more photorealistic type CG and not two D ish. Which yeah. they like normally, a lot of shows don't put money into it, and it doesn't look that great. But as far as this show, this show is up there. Um, the last show from UFO Table is up there. God Eater. Um, the CG is. Like, I don't know. There, there seem to be some like, 
I'm not saying like all of it, but like some of the times I saw for God Eater, the CG didn't seem to kind of be like fully. Yeah. Like it, 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 it like it hit its high moment, then it dropped, and it hit high moment, and then it dropped, and it hit high moment, and it dropped. And I'm like, you don't need and, to have like a balancing there. Yeah, a lot of people say that um, they had production like schedule issues because like the show got de- like they did the first part, like first seven episodes, and they got delayed, and then the next season, the last three episodes came out and stuff like that. So, um, do, like I could, I understand. Um, why I, I think also that show came out like once every two weeks so mm-hmm. i can understand why they put so much money into it and then at the end how you could see some of the quality go away because they were trying to keep on schedule but um as far as bubuki buranki i'd say it is from the first half of the first season i've seen it is really polished and uh i can see the cg but i can I can. It doesn't bother me. I really like the style that they're doing well, for that show. Yeah, but you've you've watched CG before like that, and and mm-hmm. or you you're more into the CG than I am as far as that goes. So, uh-huh. but at least the trailer I'll, didn't stand out to you. So, I'm no, sure. it didn't. It, it wasn't overly like like just startling. It's like those when I see CG a lot of times, it's like it's so just vivid. Just you're like, okay, that is just so CG. There's nothing not CG about that. Mm-hmm. So I so definitely give it a shot. All right, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. So, all right. The next show for me is uh, Gundam. <laughs> Speaking of mechs, going along with the mechs. <laughs> so this is a uh, uh, Iron Blooded Orphans season two. Um, I love. Uh, I wouldn't say I love all mech shows, but I've come to love a lot of mech shows recently um and this one is one of the ones that i definitely put on my list the last um like specifically gundam show that i really liked was uh gundam double o and that was the show that flipped the switch for me to where i'm like before i was like hey i'm not really into gundam like some of them are too militaristic and there's a lot of technical talk and the stories aren't that interesting to me watching Gundam 00 and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know Gundam could be this awesome. And now I'm watching Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. I'm like nine episodes in uh, and I'm loving it. So um, the next season's coming out. I'm going to go ahead and finish up the first season and I'm going to go ahead and start this one. And I am excited for it. Um, it is made by Sunrise, and I think they're the only ones who do gun, like specifically Gundam shows. So they're keeping their legacy going. Nice. Well, again, for me, it's uh, those uh, those mech shows. I'm just like, no, just no. I, I kind of watched Gundam for a while, and it, it was like okay, but you know, it just I don't know the idea of it being in like a something separate from the actual person themselves. I mean, even if they're the ones having to be the, the ones piloting it and being in control of it, it just seems very few have actually piqued my interest enough in, as far as storylines go. Like, a lot of times it just it focuses so much on just, like you said, technical aspects of, of it, and, and you're just like, okay, you're just going beyond over my head. I just want to know what's going on in the world, what you're doing, why the mechs are important, and this, that, and the other thing, and it's just like, yeah. Mm. So. so you had mentioned uh, Eureka 7. So there are a few. I mean, Eureka Seven. Um, 
of course, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm-hmm. And, um, ah, dang it. There was a one with the, um, well, of course, Full Metal Panic. Uh, but also, um, <laughs> there was that one where the kid went to the island. Like, there, there was a land... There was a land that was stuck in time, and then everyone else had already, like, aged, apparently, outside of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was, like, song and sound was very important, and um, he piloted this, this, basically this mech thing, but he, like, characters had blue blood in them or something like that. Oh, uh, I don't it know It was that. all very, like, yeah, I mean, it, but see, here's the thing, with a lot of those things like that, like, Eureka 7 and that one, had very interesting worlds. They were very different than our world, and they were very interesting in the way that, that uh, things were done and handled and whatnot, and it's, that caught my interest. Okay. And then, like, in Full Metal Panic, because of the characters themselves, that, to me, was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that caught my... So it's almost never necessarily about the mechs, per se. Yeah. You know, and then even like Neon Genesis Evangelion, that world was very interesting. You're being yeah. attacked by angels. It's like, wow, that's just. And then the things that came from that, you know, it's so. And never really about the mechs as much for me as it is about what's going on, the reason why the mechs are there, and what happens with, you know, the interactions involved with that. Mm-hmm. But like Gundam always went more with the technical aspects of it, seeing how, oh, this, this suit, and this suit, and this suit, and this suit. And I'm like, no, no. I just want to see what's you know what's going on. How did you know? So that's why a lot of it went over my head with that stuff. Okay. Cool. So, uh, but so the next one for me is I'm not even sh- necessarily sure about this one. It just seemed kind of interesting. Is uh, Drifters. So, uh, May 2015 issue of the Young King R's magazine announced that an anime adaptation of the manga Drifters is in the works. The story of the manga centers around Shimazu Toyohisa, the real-life samurai who fought in the pivotal battle. There's a battle there. I'm not even going to say that one. In his dying moments, he is transported to a world of magic with other famous warriors throughout history. These warriors are forced to fight each other in an endless battle. That seems kind of cool. Okay. Uh, and, like, one of the characters I was reading the character list for him is Nobunaga. I mean, <laughs> that should be an anime. Pretty much anyone who's familiar with animes or games or Japanese culture anyways would know of. Um, and it just seems like, yeah, it seems very interesting. And I'm, I'm curious. Uh, the trailer showed a lot of fight, a lot of action, which I'm always about. Good fights, good action scenes. But uh, that premise in itself seemed kind of interesting, too. Okay. So I'm I'm pretty I'm looking forward to that one, seeing how how well it does. Hopefully it's not just like you know, hopefully they actually continue with an actual storyline and they don't just go oh look here's a whole bunch of famous people duking it out you know it's like one of those uh, battle versus who versus who things where you're just like constantly being like what if this person fought this person or this person fought this person it's like no no no, no. <laughs> have a reason for this don't just pit each other against each other because. That would just seem silly. So, okay. anyways. So, uh, this one had a trailer, and I checked it out. Um, it reminds me stylistically of, um, like, Vampire Hunter D and... Which I love. Yes, other dark shows like that. 
And um, I was curious if it was made by the same people who did Vampire Hunter D, and it is not. No? Um, I think Vampire Hunter D was done by... Um, I just had the name in my head. It's um, People who do a lot of different shows. Uh, mm, I want to say it starts with an M. I can't remember. Madhouse, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, this show is done by Hoods Entertainment. So I went and uh, checked them out. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is, show is way different than a lot of the stuff that they do. Well, I'm not or necessarily been involved with. Not necessarily because, okay, don't be wrong. Psycho No Quasar is definitely kind of an etchy feel to it. Uh, this, at least from the trailer, looked like it had a more serious feel to it. Mm-hmm. I do believe Nazo no Konoji was kind of more of a serious one mm-hmm. um, but the fighting in Psycho No Quasar looks and I know it was done pretty well the fighting in it is what it was done pretty well the mo- yes. the movements were very fluid the action was very intense and in your face a lot of the time mm-hmm. and it looks like they kind of continued along along those same lines with this as well so yeah so um, yeah for like uh, was in uh what is the other name for that? It's a uh, something girlfriend X, mysterious girlfriend X, I think. Uh, Nazuno no Kanojo X, yeah. Um, that show had kind of a dark feel to it, even though I could barely get through three episodes of it. Um, <laughs> so stylistically, I can see why this show is a bit similar. And same thing for Seiko no Quasar, like you said, uh, how the they had a uh, nice fighting in it, which is the reason why I kept up with most of it. <laughs> then uh, uh, I couldn't keep, I couldn't, I couldn't keep watching the show. Um, there was a lot of stuff that I kept. I'm like, I don't want to keep fast forwarding through shows, so mm-hmm. I went ahead and uh, dropped that one purposely. Uh, it also okay. had a dark, it also had a dark feel, which matches this show. So I can see how they'll have a dark tone with this, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of etchy in it. So. Well, and, and I just looked it up. Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, which I'm pretty sure is probably what you were uh, remembering for that. It was done by um, uh, Madhouse. Yeah. So you were correct on that. Cool. Yeah. So. Um, oh, Madhouse. So I'm going to give it an episode. And if it's not too etchy, I'll keep it up. Um, I did. So with Vampire Hunter D and there was another um, another dark style of anime that was I think it might have been vampires also that um it reminds me of I can't remember the name of it but um when we did that watch party it was like an 8 or 10 hour watch party to watch all of Blood oh you're talking about um no it was uh, Helsing. Helsing that's what it was yeah so it reminds me of Vampire Hunter D and Helsing like probably more Helsing because I remember we had, had that like really long watch party oh yeah so, uh, but it was well worth it. Yeah. So I'm interested in this show because I liked uh, Helsing Ultimate. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it's not really uh, my style, so um, I would pass on it. But I'm, I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> uh, the next show that I have is uh, Long Riders. 
So and I had to tell you about this one. <laughs> yes, because when I went through my initial scan of the website, I usually go just for all trailers. And then I look at it and I'm like, okay, this moves well. This reminds me of this, reminds me of that. And then I watch it. Um, and then everything else, if it's available for streaming, I'll just check it out just because it's there. Mm-hmm. And I usually watch the first episode of everything. But this show, it didn't have a trailer the first time I checked it out. And after you told me about it, I went back and I'm like, ooh, trailer. So, And I knew you were going to. I <laughs> knew you were going to. Because why? Because it's a sports anime. <laughs> you do the sports ones. I this is, Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm surprised. There's there's an abnormally high amount of sports ones in this season, isn't there? Usually they only do like one or two. This one yeah. had like four. Yeah, because it's usually all done by production IG, and they can't do like seven seven sports shows every season. And for this uh, for this show, it's not done by sports IG. It's done by a studio called uh, Act Actus, and they have done quite a few shows. That I've seen, like uh, Ajimu uh, Monogatari, which is a uh, romance one. Then, oh, they've done a EX Driver, and ah, uh, what is it? They've done a bunch of Girls in Panzer, which is a show that I'm not, oh. I'm not a fan <laughs> of. But yeah, uh, after checking out the trailer, I looked at this show and um, it got my interest. Um, the synopsis for it is the manga follows Ami Kurata, a first-year college student. Oh, it's in college. Awesome. A first-year college student <laughs> in, <laughs> with no special qualities. One day she happens to notice some, someone riding a folding bike and immediately falls in love with it and uses her savings to buy one. She eventually gets uh, introduced to the world of long-distance bikes. Uh, long-distance... Blah, long distance bicycling and road racer bikes. She forms a cycling team called Fortuna and with four other college, uh, four other female college students from the same school. The goal is to ride in a brevet or long distance event called Fresh. Nice. So brevet is probably a real word, but Having it called fresh, I don't know. Maybe it's bike terms. Uh, <laughs> so I have no idea. So after looking at this uh, trailer, I was like, oh, "Okay, that's cool. It looks interesting." And if I hadn't seen Bakuon before it, I would have immediately jumped on it, just like I jumped on Bakuon. My issue with Bakuon is that it's. <laughs> It's the type of show where they'll take a, like a certain subject matter and they're like, we're going to teach you all about these things. And we'll use a whole bunch of cute girls to do it. And with Bakuon, it was about motorcycles. So you'd have certain characters. Like you have one girl that doesn't know anything about motorcycles. So all the other characters could be like, hey, this has a four-cylinder engine and blah, blah, blah. And it was made there and the company's history is blah. And they'll introduce you to stuff, which is um, cool. But I'm not really interested in motorcycles. So it's <laughs> not really for me. And some of the characters, I guess, I'm not sure if they designed the character to what people think of that type of bike mm-hmm. or it was just a 
like a um, a trope style, like a, a certain um, style for a character. Mm-hmm. But um, I did not like the characters from Bakugan. So even if it, like, if the characters were cool, then I would have learned a whole bunch of stuff about motorcycles. Even if even that even if that's not my passion, but yeah, it's like I like to learn stuff, and the characters were annoying, so I couldn't learn from them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it always sucks in anime when the characters are just too damn annoying. You just can't. You're like, I can't do it. I can't force myself to sit here for like 20 minutes and however many episodes each time and listen to them because they're so annoying. So, from looking at the trailer, these characters seem a bit more cool. I don't know. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and check out the first episode. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, oh, here's all these turns about long distance <laughs> biking. But if they're acting cool and I love the personalities, I'm going to learn tons about long distance bicycling. <laughs> well, you have fun with that because that's all you on that one. Yeah. Alrighty. So for me, the next one I admit when I first... The reason why it caught my attention was because of the interesting name for it. Because I thought, what the heck? It's Flip Flappers. Because <laughs> that just seems kind of weird to begin with. Uh, description for it is, how does the world look in your eyes? Uh, Papika and Kokuna, the heroines of the story, hold the keys to open the door. When the two girls meet, their adventures in a different time and different overlapping dimensions called Pure Illusion begin. Many things in Pure Illusion will stand in the girl's way on their search for the mysterious crystal called the Shard of Mimi, an item that is said to grant any wish. However, when the girls find themselves in danger, the Shard of Mimi shines and they are able to transform. So, obviously, and even watching the trailer, I already kind of knew it was going to be a magical girl type um, anime. And it is done by, um, well, the producers of it are Infinite. And they've done, uh, they haven't really done a whole lot, but most of it's been Magical Girls for the most part. Uh, studio is 3HZ. I have not heard of them before. Yeah, like like Hertz. I think that's, a, I think it's 3 Hertz. Like 3 Hertz, is that what yeah. it is? All right. Because, I mean, they've had like two or three other, they've had two other animes that they have done, but I think they're yeah. a pretty recent uh, company anyways. But. Um, the, the animation itself looked really cool, um, cause it kind of reminded me, it was kind of like, kind of had a hue over a lot of the time, so it almost reminded me of, uh, No Game, No Life, cause okay, it had yeah. that, like, brightish kind of hue colorization to it. Um, their weapons look ridiculous, I will admit. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure how that's gonna go down. Uh, in that sense, like, one of the girls looks like she has, like, a giant pair of scissors or something. And uh, that almost reminded me of um, that one kill anime. Killer Kill. kill. Yep. <laughs> it almost reminded me of that, and I was like, wow, really? We're going in that direction? <laughs> but okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, I think you know, it's it'll be definitely interesting to see and worth a shot, maybe. Maybe it'll be something good. I'd definitely give it at least a couple episodes, see how it goes. Cool. So... Um... The Studio 3 Hertz, uh, they done, what is it, Dimension W, and uh, I watched, I finished that show, ha! Dimension W? Yes. <laughs> so, um, two, or three, yeah, two or three seasons ago, uh, that was a show that I really liked, and um, I think it was, they worked in, uh, they worked with two, Cartoon Network, Toonami, 
or something like that to uh, get it done. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I um I like the animation style that they had in that show. This sh- this show reminds me of old Gainax style animation, where it's the uh, like thin lines and kind of scribbly art a bit, and uh, yeah, like that. Some of the like the characters' faces, like they remind me of a uh, like old Gainax shows. Okay, I guess I can see that. And um, I can't really like. They don't really have like a huge amount of like, especially in the faces. There's no like definition. Like most time you're looking at them, mm-hmm. there's like no nose on most people. Yeah, on the angle you're looking at. It's, like, yeah, really- and then um, I can see them going into that style that um, that I've seen on some like high, like high budget uh, Naruto fights where. They they strip out all the detail and it's just sh- like showing the motions and the crazy movement. So um, it was like in the trailer, there was one small uh, fight scene, one of the small fight scenes that I saw in there. Um, it looked pretty cool. So like mm-hmm. how like how we did it for our first first impressions uh, video. I um, we were talking about how good fights look, and mm-hmm. that showed some of the um, the things that we were talking about. It's like placement of the characters to have them touching the ground and all that kind of stuff so uh, oh yeah so i'm really interested in looking uh into this one it's done by a studio that i like it reminds me of old school uh shows i used to like and the fight scenes look cool so i'm definitely gonna check it out and it, it really does look very fluid as far as like the movements go because like they said you have in the preview for it they have her like on a like some sort of like hoverboard or something looks kind of looks like and mm-hmm. she's moving around this tunnel and like it looks very like the way they did the tunnels, how it's zooming by, and her like they they keep changing the angle depending upon how she's moving. I'm like, okay, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. So as long as they can continue on with that, I think they'll do pretty good. Yep. So the next show I have is Low Storage, um, Incited Wickross. Uh. This is the third season to this uh, to this show. Um, I when I first saw it, uh, when I saw the first season, I thought it was uh, Wicks off. <laughs> but I heard somebody call it Wickross. I'm like, oh, that makes way more sense. And um, there's not really a. Uh, synopsis for this show but the description says the official twitter account from wickross trading card game oh it's from a card game okay cool uh announced that the new enemy project titled low storage incited wickross will begin in the fall so uh it is made by jc staff and we are big fans of jc staff oh yeah big fans so they've come out with a lot of good stuff yeah so we're talking Railgun, Index. Dungeon. Uh, du- yeah, especially Dungeon. That was probably one of the first shows that we talked about when we started this channel. So it's, they hold a special place in my heart. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So absolutely going to check them out. Um, yeah, see, I, I, I'm. this is another one I'm going to be checking out as well for this one. Um, but... <laughs> Here again, now I'm gonna have to watch two seasons of another se- another 
So, like, I have one season for two different other ones that I'm going to watch before I watch the second season that's coming out for this one. Mm-hmm. And now I have two seasons for this one i got to watch. But I will do it. will happen. Yeah. Potentially. Um, but it did look really good. I, I will admit that. I mean, I was a little iffy on it. Uh, I, I guess when I watched, like, the first season for it, I'll see how I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has an interesting concept, but I've never seen an animation to my knowledge really and i'm gonna i'm gonna include even Yu-Gi-Oh in this one i've never seen an anime really go well when going from something like a trading card game to an animation yeah i'm sure the people i'm sure the people who play it might have different ideas about that they'd be like oh this is amazing to actually see the things happening that they imagine in their heads while they're playing to yeah. see it like on the screen like that happening in real life, I'm sure that's pretty pretty cool to watch. But for those that even haven't like necessarily played the game itself, you kind of look at it like, eh. You know, the, the excitement that you would feel normally for it isn't nearly as heightened as it would be had you had that previous knowledge and experience from it. And um, with some shows that are like that, they tend to leave out some story because they assume may- you already know some. Yeah. Kind of like um, when we did the the video for um, uh, Guy Ray Zero. Um, mm-hmm. Zero meaning prequel. Yeah. When me and um, Seagro were uh, going over it, we <laughs> we were having all of these different questions. And after we watched the whole sh- uh, series, we realized that it was based off of a manga. And basically, that whole series is probably just background story for all of the characters in the original series mm-hmm. so we had questions about the world the characters and all of that kind of stuff that we that never are probably going to be answered or they're only answered in the manga yeah. so hopefully so, i mean yeah it, it, it depends on how well they do it yeah it look, like i said it looks really well i hope they do it well but if if they need to be able to explain to some extent what and the reason for certain things being the way they are so that way those who haven't played it or know any previous knowledge about said game or whatnot aren't completely just like in the dark mm-hmm. and since because they have three seasons i feel like they're doing a good job because they're still making new shows so yeah um, so i think a reason like i shied away from the first season beforehand was that exact reason like oh it's based upon a card game really uh Mm-hmm. But if it's still going strong for three seasons, then yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. I'll, I'll go back, I'll watch the first season, see how that works. So, okay. Yeah. And speaking of multiple seasons, uh, <laughs> my next one that I have is Natsume Yujincho Go. Now, this is one that I have actually been following since the beginning. I have not watched or I have not read the manga for it. I know there is one for it, but I have watched all previous seasons before this, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I'm hoping that they continue with the same uh, voice actors and everything for it because it was it was really cool how they did it. Uh, the description for it doesn't give you anything because it just says fifth season for the an- the anime and. I don't even think there's a... Yeah, there's not even a video for it or anything. But just for my previous knowledge about it, so basically a kid who has strong spiritual powers can actually see um, spirits and other such entities and, and whatnot. 
Um, he's been ostracized most of his life because, you know, as a kid, of course, he's like, what's that? And everyone, no one can see it. And so they all kind of like thought he was just the estranged child kind of thing. Um, and during the first season, and I, he, he see, you see him there as well, as well in the picture. During the first season, he ends up uh, running across, it, letting an, a spiritual entity escape. And it takes the form of the, uh, the lucky cat. So, um, but it's actually like a giant, like wolf creature when it goes into its true form, okay. which is really cool. But like his, his, um, grandmother, his actual grandmother actually had strong spiritual connections as well. And basically she, like him was very much an outcast, but since she could actually see the spirits, what she ended up doing was, is she went around a lot, like all over Japan that she could, and she would challenge each of the spirits that she would come across to a fight. Mm-hmm. She was very strong, and she would win all of her fights. And every time she did, she would have them write their name in a book. Oh, yeah. And by having the name in the book, that she had power over each of the entities that was named in the book. And uh, so now he, he's found the book from his, his great-grandmother, and he wants to actually return the names to the people. Okay. So, but obviously there is, like, the whole thing where, you know, those who know of the book and know that he has it want to get it from him because ha- controlling the book would have given oh, power okay. over the entities. Yeah. You know, and he actually has to know the name of the person, like the thing, and be able to give the, you know, be in front of the thing to be able to give the name back to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then, like, so the cat thing's kind of like half guarding him. He keeps saying he wants to take the book for himself, but he never really does. Um, and, and the cat thing kind of guards him, and he makes friends along the way, all while trying to kind of keep what he is doing. And what he knows is secret from those, like, he has a foster family he's with right now. Mm. And he, he really likes them. And he wants to make sure that they don't think of him as being weird and different. So that way he can continue living with them. Mm-hmm. So he tries really hard not to let that, like, that part of his life show so much. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, like, it, it's very much, in my, my opinion, very much a drama and a slice of life kind of story. But it has that supernatural feel to it, too, so. Okay. So, um, this show is done by Studio Shuka, or at least this season. Um, I looked around, and I remember Studio Shuka just uh, broke off from Brainspace. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering why they are doing the fifth season. And what I realized is that since Studio Shuka used to be part of Brain's Base, they were probably the group that did the previous four seasons. Yeah. And so it's just like Do Ra Ra Ra, where they're basically taking their old products, like old projects, and like continuing them. Yeah. So as far as animation, I don't see it um, changing or anything because it looks like it's going to be the same people. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I remember when the fourth season came out and you're all excited about watching it because you're the oh, yeah. previous three. And every time you talk about it, I'm like, I might watch it one day. <laughs> 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 but um, uh, I don't know. It's 
It's one of them. It's it's. I don't know. It's one of the shows that just pop up. I'm like, ooh. I'm probably not gonna watch it, but it sounds cool. <laughs> it is. It's 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 very much like, in in relation to like a lot of the other animes that we watch. A lot of the, a lot of the animes I watch. It's very much a more of a, even though it's about supernatural in a lot of sense. It's very much more of a down to earth kind of just you know. It's almost one of those you can kind of just take it easy while watching. Mm-hmm. So. It still kind of gets you involved with the story, but it's not nearly as intensive. Okay. So. Cool. See, the next show I have is Nanbaka. Um, this show is uh, done by Satellite. See, the next show I have is Nanbaka. Um, this show is uh, done by Satellite. Oh yeah, no, I, th- yeah. <laughs> I just I just looked at it for real quick. I was like, which show? I'm like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> and uh, they've done some shows that we've liked, like uh, Lock Horizon, and they they did Helsing Ultimate. Hmm. Uh, let's see, they did OVA for Air Gear, which I liked Air Gear, and they've done a uh, a bunch of other shows that I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, the synopsis is: four men are assigned to prison. Jugo. Uh, oh wait, four men are assigned to prison. Jugo, a man who attempted to break out of prison and ended up extending his time. Uno. A man who likes to gamble with women, Roko, Roku, a man who likes to get into fights, and Nico, a man who likes anime. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> so when I was watching the trailer for this, I thought one of them was a girl. So never mind. They're all guys. Um, this anime is super colorful. Uh, oh, yeah. the animation style reminds me of Slayers. Um, except it's not Slayers. It's not nearly as colorful. Well, yeah, because like the weird, the, the weird thing about Slayers for me is, I knew people who liked Slayers a lot, and I just could never watch it. And then the one time I tried to watch it, the sound effects were the same as Dragon Ball Z, and it was kind of weird watching it. So I never got around it. But something about the character designs reminds me of that show. Hmm. So um, I don't know. To me, this show reminds me of that last last prison that's anime was, yeah. that came out not that long ago, and I just was like, no, I'm not even. <laughs> I know how wrong and bad that one was. No. So yeah, the other show that it reminds me of is a uh, prison school, and um, I could not get myself to watch it. And I, I had only seen the trailer, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. A prison this, school? Yeah, prison school. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. So I guess this is my replacement for prison school. It won't be as bad or wrong, but I'll um, go ahead and give this one a shot. It just uh, looks just utterly. I mean, you're wrong. There are some nice things involved in that, but it just looks utterly ridiculous. Like, yeah, like you, you have a, a setting like a prison. It shouldn't be as that ridiculous, but it, <laughs> it it looks so ridiculous and just 
Uh, and next just, yeah, one for me, know. it didn't have a trailer Anyways, yeah, for it, but I thought the premise uh, sounded you interesting, so I thought I might, <laughs> I might look into it. Is uh, Occultic so, yeah. Nine Wacky Prison? Let's check it out. So Occultic Nine. <laughs> uh, the description for it is the paranormal science story follows nine idiosyncratic, idiosyncratic individuals linked by the Chojo Kagaku Kikiri Basada. A lot of names there. All right. Uh, a cult summary blog run by a 17-year-old second-year high school student, Utah. I'm not going to say the rest. Little incongruities that occur around the nine eventually lead to a larger unimaginable event that may alter what is considered common sense in this world. Now, that last part there, that's what really got my attention. Uh, and I'll say why. Is, is it really kind of like the fact that it sounded like they're saying like there's – I could be wrong, but it sounds like they're saying like there's little – little stories between these nine individuals who were only linked by this blog site that they all follow. Okay. Like, these little stories are supposed to be a part of a bigger whole, and that reminds me of Do Ra Ra Ra, where you have this, you know, each person, each individual has their own story, their own things going on with them, their own things happening, but in the end, when you, you can actually throw them all together because they're all interlinked, which is what this sounds like is going to happen. Okay. And when you say something like is, you know, it may alter the events considered common sense in the world, that just is like, okay, so it's obviously something really major. And yeah. if it's a cultic, then that yeah, there could be anything involved in that. So it's yeah, it's it I'll at least give it a couple episodes and see. Um but it does look and you know sound interesting. The characters that they have, at least in the pictures there, looked kinda cool. So I thought, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Okay. So, um, since this one didn't have a trailer, I skipped it over so I wouldn't have 40 shows on my list. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, uh, the show is done by A1 Pictures. So, uh, I don't... Not, I don't a lot of good ones. Yeah, I don't even have to worry. Um, definitely checking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a lot of my favorite shows. So, oh, yeah. Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, um, what was it? Silver Spoon, Space Brothers, uh, the recent show that's kind of controversial with people that came out uh, a little while ago, Erased. Mm. That's controversial? Yeah, some people say that they hate the ending. Uh, so, usual. Yeah. Um, and there was that music one that I didn't finish. <laughs> it was really, really good. It was good. I didn't finish it, but it was really yeah. good. Yeah, you're lying, April. I mm. felt like it was getting sad, and I knew something bad was going to happen, so I kind of just stopped watching it. Uh, ah, then really I understand dark- that. I did that with Clonad. <laughs> I refused to watch the second season. Adamantly refused. To me, there's only bad. one season. There's only one season. <laughs> There will never be a second one because I know something bad's going to happen, and I don't want to watch that. Uh, but um, one of my favorite, like dark, creepy, kind of unsettling shows that they did it was a uh, Shin Sekai Yori, which is uh, really I rec- uh, everybody should watch that show. That was like the creepiest, most awesome show ever. Um, but yeah. Um, a1 Pictures, so I'm definitely going to check it out. Alrighty. All right, the next show I have is 
Shumatsu no Izeta. So, the trailer for this show looked amazing. Um, it is done by. Doesn't say where. Nope, doesn't say. Huh. Whoever did it, awesome. <laughs> God, great. <laughs> uh, the story is, um, let's see, it looks like it's a quote. If I am promised to the princess, then I will fight to her sake. In 1939 CE. Don't mm -hmm. know what that stands for. Um, the imperialist nation of Germania invaded a neighboring country. Mm. All at once, war spread throughout Europe, and the era was dragged into a spiral of the Great War. Then in 1940, Germania's attack turned towards the Principality of uh, Elizabeth, <laughs> a small Alps country uh, abundant with beautiful watery and greenery. Um, so it looks like one of the shows that's based like in... Like, it's like a like, it, it, like Europe back in the past. Yeah, but it's like a, a Europe back in the past. Then we're like, okay, now we're gonna we're gonna throw like some fantasy-ish type elements into it. Yeah. So, so. Um, it kind of there's been a few shows that remind me of like that time, and like one of the most one of the ones I think of first is Full Metal Alchemist, mm -hmm. and then um, the other shows kind of all blend together. But um, I do like watching anime during that time period. Yeah. But they have to have something, like, fantastical about them. Um, like, what was it? Uh, there's, like, one show called, like, The Romance Emma or something like that, where it's, it's, like, a really, really old, old anime, and it's... I got I watched the trailer for it. I watched the first episode, and it was so boring. Um, like I like that time, like environment mm -hmm. around that time, but it still has to have like a like a interesting story for me to be. Yeah, and see, I think the reason why I kind of glossed over this one is it seemed like it was focused on like a war. Mm. And I've never been a huge fan of uh, animes that are like that, where it's like this big war for country and whatnot. I never like, and it, it, there are a few that I have exceptions for on that, but it, there's there's most of the time it's kind of like with mechs where I just kind of give it a meh, eh, and I'll I'll look at something else that I want to watch a little bit more than that. I mean, like as like there's one that I'm currently watching from this season that has like they're in a war with another country. But it never seems like that is necessarily like there's a lot of things going on around while that's happening. And you see the story of that more than you see like the actual war that's going on. Yeah, it's more you focused know? on the characters than the actual war. And it, just like just like okay, you you'd probably know Gate. Yeah. Like there's a war going on. Yeah. But you really don't see much about the war going like they'll show like they'll overgloss like the battle or whatever, like, oh, this happened. But we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna push that to the side and we're gonna come over here now. Because we were yeah. more interested in what's going on in this section instead yeah. of that section, you know. So, if it's done like that, I'm a little more interested in it because you know it's war. There's only so much you can do with that, mm. you know. So, 
uh, I guess I'll, again, I'll leave this one to you and see if you what you say about it and what you give it, and we'll go from there on that one. So, yeah. So, uh, on next on my list is another one that I'm kind of unsure about, but it seemed maybe potentially interesting, uh, which is Tolkien Ranbu Hanamaru. <laughs> Now, the description for this is the year is 2205. The historical revisionists have begun attacks on the past in their plot to change history. The Senewa, who have been charged with protecting history, can imbue life into objects. Strongest among these are the Token Denshi. The story centers around their cheerful lives. That is like the trailer itself doesn't give you much. It really doesn't, because it's a very short trailer, and it it has, like, just little tidbits here and there. I hate those trailers that were like, here's, like, words. A teaser. And we'll show a little picture. Words. Little picture. (laughs) Word. I'm like, no, show me what's happening. Um, But the that in and of itself is really interesting to me, Um, because that says, like, it's, it's in the future, set in the future originally, and they're trying to change what the current time frame for them is by going into the past mm-hmm. and your following looks like the people who are trying to stop that from happening okay so i like if they do like multiple jumps into multiple points in time and whatnot and and like yeah i think that's going to be kind of cool i think there's, there's a lot of like room for like having some interesting things happening because i read a book series a long while back that kind of had the same thing where it was Someone from like the way future mm-hmm. went and um, basically they landed on a planet that had been inhabited by people who were basically stuck in what would be like the medieval time frame. Okay. And because they were like that, even though he had technology and such, it was viewed as magic more than actual technology. Yeah. That was how they explained it. Mm-hmm. And if they do something similar in this, I think that'll be really cool. Okay. So, like, future tech meets old school, old world, you know, and then maybe, like, have that old world actually have, like, elements of magic in it. I think that would be really cool. Okay. So, that's that's why this one has caught my attention. And studio for this one is Dagakubo? Dagakubo! Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no surprise. You know this one. <laughs> Just looking at the uh, what they have on theirs. I never remember until I actually look at their actual like list of what they, they've done in the past. But yeah, no surprise. Yeah. Hopefully they're able to keep some good action and it's not just all like cutesy and whatnot. But... Uh, no, from the trailer, the little bits that you saw, it did seem like there was a decent amount of action in it. So, some sword fights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, it's something good. So, um, I just checked out the trailer. Um, a lot of the, um, it didn't have a trailer when I first checked everything out. So, um, from the trailer, yes, it was kind of a teaser trailer. It didn't really give much about the story, but. Um, I don't know about this show. Like, it's made by one of my favorite cutesy star, uh, cutesy studios. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, like, the setting, it seems like it's based kind of like 
somewhat in like the Edo era, but kind of modern also. Mm-hmm. And um, like you say, you don't like uh, war uh, type animes. Um, for me, the like a lot of stuff that's based in the Edo era, if they, f- I don't know, it's like focus on a lot of historical um, historical people and. There's a lot of like giants, like crowds of people fighting with swords and all that kind of stuff. That's not really my taste. Um, from because it's Dogakubo, I don't really see them doing that. I see them focusing more on the characters because they're they're really um, good with doing characters acting cute. So um, I'll go ahead and check it out because it's Dogakubo. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are a few <laughs> other people that I uh, listen to on YouTube looking forward to it, like. Um, uh, they play, um, I think it's a card game um, hmm. that this is based off of, or it's based off of a manga, and it's also a video game. I can't remember the details, hmm. but uh, yeah, I think it's um, the group Otaku Kato, and they are probably excited for this show, because I know they mentioned it a couple times. So I will be cool with listening to how much they love the show if it's not for me but um but yeah um or you know i could actually watch it and tell you how cool it is so So cool (laughs) but uh yeah uh let's see the next show for i'm gonna talk about is uh soshin shoujo matoi so, uh, oh yeah, I'm not surprised about this one for you either. <laughs> Considering what we were just talking about, as far as uh, the cutesy little uh, yuri yuri, yeah, not surprised. This <laughs> is a very long synopsis. It is um, done by White Fox. They have done a lot of shows that we like. Uh, they did. Uh, Katanagatari, which is a really awesome um, 12 episode show where the episodes were an hour long. Uh, they did Scott Steins Gate, which I know a lot of people like. They did Ray Zero, which is still currently airing, I think. Um, Jorgumand, which is one of my favorite shows that I uh, actually put an, uh, a, like I put a show to the studio. Whenever I think of White Fox, I think of uh, Jorgumand first. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is about, the year is uh, 2016. Matoi Sumeragi, a second year junior high school student, works part-time as a shrine maiden at the Tenman Shrine in the city of Kamaya. Ever since being separated from her mother in early childhood, Matoi has been entrusted to her grandparents on her father's side. But three months ago, she finally began to live with her father, Shingo. In those, cir- in those circumstances, she uh, only wishes for a peaceful, normal life. Her close friend and a part-time workmate, Yuma Kusanagi, is part of the family of the shrine's chief priest and is a candidate to be the successor shrine maiden. For generations, her family has performed exorcisms of evil spirits. She invites Matoe to one of the exorcism ceremonies called uh, a so-called divine possession that she will attempt. One day, 
Matoy and Yuma walk from the school to the shrine as usual, but when they arrive, they are greeted by the shrine's now damaged grounds, and Yuma's parents have both collapsed from their wounds. Matoy's father, Shingo, a police detective, launches an investigation, and he becomes... Uh, he comes upon a man who doesn't uh, does not seem entirely sane. He, uh, his only witness. Okay. Uh, when he holds down the man, Yuma begins the ritual of design, divine protection, possession. <laughs> possession, protection, either way. Something strange then happens, not with Yuma, but with Matoy. Uh, Matoy Sumiragi, who had only wanted to be a norm, uh, only wanted a normal peaceful life, takes the role of a god and gains the power to banish evil uh, spirits. To get her precious every uh, precious everyday life back, Matoi must conduct exorcisms. So, a lot of backstory, but um, the premise of the show is basically um, like one of the, like it's a typical story where there is a uh, one character who wants to live a uh, normal reg- life, a <laughs> normal life exactly, and uh, they come across some kind of incident, and they ended up um, having to balance being very responsible with powers and a regular life. Yep. So, um, I, I mean, the the powers and everything that I saw in the trailer looked interesting. Um. It looked cutesy in, in a lot of times, and I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. But I don't know. It just seemed like... Again, I, I think this would be another one I'll let you... It almost reminded me because of, like, the... the like, at one point, you see a guy with um, a sword behind one of the characters. Like, a big, imposing dude in, like, armor. Mm-hmm. And another one, you see, like, a three-tailed fox person with, like, two entities on either side mm-hmm. of them. In that regards, it almost reminded me of um, shoot that one anime. I know I watched one part of it, and you watched another part of it, where they were talking about the uh, like they had people who were fighting over the Holy Grail or whatever. Ah, Face Day Night. Yes. Yeah. So it almost reminded me of that because like you have entities that are kind of like look like they're almost like fighting for you in a way, kind of thing. Yeah. And like the girl who had the big imposing looking dude behind her. Almost looked like, um, like her dress, and almost looked like very similar to um, King Arthur, and that and that one as well. Okay. Like her look was very similar to me, to me at least. Um, but again, it was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Saber. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I guess this will be another one I kind of leave to you in that regard and see how you think of it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so my next one, my last one actually, is uh, Trickster. <laughs> There's a lot of little words after that. I'm not even going to attempt it because I'm probably going to kill all of them if I do. <laughs> um, it is 2030. So here again, here's another one that's set in the like futuristic kind of time frame. Uh, but it is 20, the year 2030. The Boys Detective Club gathers under Kagoma, Kagora, okay, Mysterious Detective. Uh, the group solves great cases and small using their unique skills. I like that already, because now that shows that each of them has like either an ability that they have or they're just good at something in that regards. So that's kind of cool. 
And uh, one day, a member of the club meets the boy. Again, I'm just going to skip names because I'm going to kill like all the names if I do. Because uh, I am just not good with words right now. Uh, but his body cannot die. Koba. There we go. We'll just say Koba. He meets a boy, Koba. And Koba's body cannot die due to the effects of the unidentifiable mist. Uh, but he yearns for death and shirks from the contact of other people. Taking an interest in him, Hana invites him to join the Boy, boy Detectives Club. Their meeting is connected to the fate tri- trying to get... Or, see, there we go. I can't words today. Meeting is connected to the fate tying together Koga and the era's greatest villain, the fiend with 20 faces. So, yeah, that seems kind of interesting in regards to that. Huh. Um... Yeah, the, so I, I, again, you got someone, I always thought this too, when you have someone who's like essentially immortal, that they're eventually just going to get kind of pissed off by the fact that they can't die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life just becomes kind of boring and whatnot. So uh, I can kind of see that in regards to that. And uh, so I, you got, and, and that, when I saw that, like you have a person who can't die essentially. Um, that made me think even more that they, when they say unique skills, they're kind of just underlying that, and there's actually some, like, each of them have, like, powers of some sort in regards to that. So, I think that'll should be kind of cool and whatnot. And it almost reminds me, especially they keep talking about uh, detectives, and they talk about Era's greatest villain, Fiend with 20 Faces. It almost seems like a Sherlock Holmes thing, almost kind of. Yeah. So... Um, was there? Yeah, there was. And, and the trailer for it, the animation looks really good. I, I think so. Yes. Um, like, I, I was just kind of paused at one point. Like, the, they have, like, the night sky view and, like, the colorization that they have in that and the background. I mean, it's just, like, the colors are beautiful. The design of the characters are really good. Even though they have, like, some of them have, like, long, lanky kind of arms. And I'm kind of like, eh. I sometimes don't really care much for that kind of... Uh, style like in that regard. Clamp. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think I, I think it could do pretty good. And it's done by uh what TMS? Yes. Yeah, TMS Entertainment. Basically Detective Conan Studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Here's another detective uh series for them to start working on. Uh hopefully I can get on the beginning of this one if this is gonna be something they're gonna continue on. because otherwise, you know, if I have to like Start from like the beginning of like Detective Conan. That that's that's like huge amounts of stuff to watch. <laughs> Good lord. So, anyways, but yeah, that's my take on it. Okay. So yeah, um, I like um, TMS Entertainment. I've watched their non-Detective Conan stuff. <laughs> uh, like, um, there was the Greatest Disciple, uh, Kenichi, which is, I want to say it's, it's either. It's either 50 episodes long and I watch 25 or it's 100 episodes long and I watch 50. But uh, I really like that show as far as um, like the action. So, yeah, it's 50 episodes and I watched 50 of them. Um, another show that they did was uh, Relife, which it uh, <laughs> came out this season, uh, which is uh, summer 2016. And... Um, for some reason, they released the entire series day one. So, me... Oh, ha! 
That's one show. I finished the entire thing like first weekend of the season. Good lord. <laughs> that show, well, no wonder. That show is so good. So, uh, because TM. <laughs> and they also did D. Gray Man. So, um, I like TMS Entertainment. Um, I'm interested in this show. The, uh, like you said, the art style looks pretty cool. Uh, when it said the, th- the Fiend with 20 Faces, that reminds me of a show I watched years and years ago called The Daughter of 20 Faces, which... Mm, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so I'm curious if this is like... Well, it says it's based in the future, so I doubt it, but that would be cool if like the father from that show is actually one of the people in this show. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm curious. I'm going to check it out. Uh, studio. I like the studio. Animation looks cool. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so, the next show I'm going to talk about is uh, Udon no Kuni no Kinido Kemari. This show is <laughs> I thought about this one. I really did. But I just I don't know. So it looks like there's a small trend building with single father and little girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um it's done by Lidden Films, which they've done um quite a few shows that I've liked. Um they did <laughs> they did a Ayuda, which is a sh- really short anime and um i it's one of the yeah but they cute girls. they also did uh terraformers too yeah <laughs> they did the, uh, the second one i think no they did the first and the second oh they did both oh, okay yeah right and they're doing they're doing the recent berserk as well that people are not like caring much for <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Uh, not looking good for uh no not 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 from the outset here but uh i know ray ray she watched all of yamada kun and the witches so uh that looks cool and then um i liked this really short anim there's two short animes that they've done that i really liked and uh, one of them was uh ayuda which is cute basically cute girls doing cute things in high school and then there was another one called senyu which was ridiculously silly mm. it's uh like three four minute episodes or something like that and it's based in fantasy but it like kind of does all the tropes for fantasy and does them weird so it's like a spoof on fantasy anime nice. um and um actually this show uh senyu it was like one of the shows that when i first got into watching crunchyroll and like mm. I didn't have any streaming boxes or anything, so I was like watching it on my phone. And I had like parked in my, like before I got to work, I had like parked in my car and I had like the little phone sitting on my steering wheel. And I'm like mm-hmm. watching stuff, so I don't know. Um, that show has a place in my heart, so the studio uh, has a thumbs up for me. Uh, I'm gonna check it out, even though there's a kind of warning signs going. But this show is uh, kind of different than all of those other shows, so. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel I was, hopeful. Hopefully they're not trying to copy that um, sweetness and lightning kind of show. It doesn't look like it's based on food, so. Yeah, I mean, to me, those type, like, 
my my for this type of show where you have the single father who's trying to do right by a kid and whatnot to me the 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 standard the high standard and i have a high standard for it is always going to be a soggy drop yes if if you can't if you can't get up to that level i just i can't Mm-hmm. You know, there was that one that came out not long after Usagi, like two or two or three seasons after Usagi Drop came out. Mm-hmm. That that was like the three girls that he had to take care of or whatever. Oh yeah. And I watched it, and I watched it all the way through, and I was still like, no, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of regret doing that. It just <laughs> it wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. That's why when I saw. I didn't even like look at anything or anything for that one. The minute I was like reading about it, and I got to that first part where it was like, you know, he's a web designer. He visits his family's udon place, discovers a young boy, and upon confronting the boy, learns a secret and decides to quit his job and take care of the boy. And immediately I'm like, nope, mm-mm. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, if you if you go for this one and you watch it, you let me know, and mm-hmm. I might I might turn back around and be like, all right, I'll give it a shot. But it just, yeah. Again, there's that standard, and and if that's that's what's gonna be for me, is if you have this type of story, you have the young young boy who's trying to, um, you know, take care of a kid and whatnot, and and devotes himself to that. Usagi drops always gonna be that that standard that I'm looking for. So, anyways. Okay. So yeah. Um... I'm going to check it out. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, let me know on that one. Well, the only thing I have else to mention is I did see, and now I've watched all the seasons up until that last movie. I haven't watched the movie for it, that end movie that they had for it, which I thought was going to be the end of it, mm-hmm. uh, but working. Yeah, working. Working, and we all like that. We uh, The characters uh, in it are just uh, just absolutely <sighs> hilarious. And uh, and done by A1 Pictures, who does good stuff. Yep. But, like, there's really nothing, like, they have, like, the video that we can't watch for it, because apparently it's either out of our area or something. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so, and it doesn't, like, the description for it is pretty much, you could have taken it from, like, the first season. Yeah. It's pretty much that what it is. It gets a job at a restaurant because of, you know, financial difficulties, but no one it, who works there is normal. I mean, it's like, what? Who? Where? Why? So, I don't know. Anyways, I'll I'll still check it out when it comes on. Uh, that's pretty much the only thing I really want to mention about it because there's really nothing to say about it. I mean, anyone else who's ever seen anything about it, we've always said. I mean, the only difference, like usually, all the seasons they had for it was always entitled "Working," but they'd have like an extra exclamation point after each time. To let you know what season it was on, yeah. but this one for some reason is just entitled www.working with two exclamation points. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. So, so. Um, I ended up catching the video before it got uh, either taken down or blocked or something like that, mm-hmm. and it did not seem like it was the original. Sh- like it's going to be a full series, like the original show. Um, really. I may, because I, wa- I watched it um, maybe two two seasons ago or something like that, like right after um, 
right after the last one ended. It might have been two or three seasons, maybe a year. I can't remember. Um, and as soon as the other show ended, I think they said that they were going to do a finale that was a movie, and I haven't gotten around, uh, got, a, got around to watching that. And I was sad because they said it was going to be a, a finale. But then uh, a little while later, I saw this uh, working. I saw it on the um, To Be Announced page. And they had a video, and it seemed like it's going to be like little shorts, which I guess is the format that um, the manga was in. And if also, if you look at the uh, the promotion graphic for it on any chart, um, that mm. looks like that looks the girl at, in the front kind of looks like um, my favorite character, but she looks kind of off. Well, maybe it's like they they put it more into like the a couple years down the line or something. I don't know. Mm. Because uh, with through the three seasons, they usually kept the character designs the same, and um, I'm not sure if well, they, yeah, they didn't they, like that. They, they they each season was like a direct continuation off of the last one. Yeah. So. So I mean, this one might be like a down the road. Okay, things have changed, or this has happened. Hmm. So, because I mean, they had a lot of things at the end of the last season. They had a lot of things stewing, mm-hmm. and a lot of things like. You know, this had just happened. This had just happened. These two had just gotten together. These two had just gotten together. Yeah. You know, so I think if they do do any more about it, they'll probably go into like, okay, they're gonna have like a time lapse and be like, okay, so some time has passed. Mm-hmm. These people have left. Yeah, you know, these people left, and and these people are you know have been doing this. These people have been doing this, and now you see from that what has transpired. Mm-hmm. So I think that to me sounds like it should that. If they're going to continue on with the season, the series would be the only way to do it, really. Yeah, because uh, just from glancing at it at the beginning and comparing it to the other one, it looks like maybe three characters are the same and like everybody else is new. But then if you look a bit closer, like I see that they could be the same characters, but they look different. So I don't really I hope I don't know. It's like I've loved working so much for so long, and I hope this is like something, like not even related, like some I don't know, but uh, or yeah, or this picture is wrong, (laughs) and it's a fourth season, and it's gonna be just like it has always been, and it is gonna be awesome. Um, If anybody has any. Like info on like what's happening with working. Um, let me know. I um, I'd like to know if it's gonna be the same thing. Oh yeah, definitely. So, but, uh, anyways, that's it for me. So okay, I have a few couple more. Uh, the next show I'm gonna talk about is Beauty on Ice. Ah yes. So speaking of the to be announced. Um, page for Annie Chart. Um, I saw this trailer probably over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, every now and then, like the middle of the season, I go on the to be announced. Uh, actually, I'll go on in the middle of the season. I'll go on the next season stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is coming. This is coming out. Whatever, whatever. And then, if I'm bored, I go to the to be announced stuff and like. There's a lot of stuff on there that I'm 
hoping comes out eventually. Um, <laughs> there's one show that has been on there forever, and it's like this girl floating in the sky above us, like a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the name, but it's been on there since I found Andy Chart. And I don't think it's ever coming out. <laughs> but uh, this show, Yuri on Ice, it's um, one show that's been moved from that list and it's actually coming out. Um, I saw the trailer. It's made by MAPPA. So I know the animation is going to be incredible. Uh, Especially for something like this where you have people like ice skating and stuff like that. It should be. You really have to have your stuff like good. Yeah. So um, I think for a lot of the movement, uh, this show is going to be rotoscoped. It's not going to be as um, harsh as that. Was it flower? Evil flower or something. That one show that was rotoscoped and kind of creepy that a whole bunch of people hated. Uh, <laughs> it was like something evil flower. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but I think this is going to be the rotoscoping that people expect. And um, especially because it's going to be done by MAPPA. They are amazing artists. So uh, mm-hmm. the story for this is this show story, <laughs> story, story uh, revolves around Yuri Kazuki who carried all of Japan's hopes and shoulders to win the Grand Prix Finale Ice Skating Camping uh, Competition, but suffered a crushing defeat. His return to Kyushu and half... Wait. He returns home to Kyushu and half feels like he wants to retire and half feels like he wants to continue skating. With those mixed feelings swirling uh, inside him, he confines himself in his parents' house. Suddenly, the five-time consecutive world champion ice skater, Viktor Nikiforov, appears before him along, and along with him is Yuri Plisetsky, a young Russian figure who, uh, figure skater who is already defeating his seniors. Uh, Viktor and both Yudis, oh, they're both named Yudi, <laughs> both Yudis <laughs> take up the challenge. Um on an unprecedented uh, Grand Prix series. So, I've only heard Grand Prix whenever they're talking about racing. So, that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of a different name for me to uh, see with that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, animation looks great in the trailer. It's MAPPA, so they already get a thumbs up. Um, and this is one of the shows that I've been I've been looking at on the TV announced page for like a couple of years, and it's finally here. So I'm gonna go ahead and check it out. Well, hopefully it'll be something something worth it. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just ice skating sports type. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, not gonna happen. But mm-hmm. leave that all to you. Yes. So on a side note, that um. That that picture that's been on the page for years is called Girls Work. And it's made by, it's supposed to be by UFO Table. So I guess whenever they finish their huge project that they might be working on, they'll do this one. But yeah. One day girls work will be out, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, possibly, could be. So uh the next show that I'm gonna talk about is uh, Oksama ga Seito Kaichu. So, this show is uh, 
It is no studio again. <laughs> uh, it's, right. So it is the second season, and the story for it is uh, a story begins with Izumi Hayato running to be the student body president when a beautiful girl swings in from uh, swings in promising the liberation of love while flinging condoms into the audience <laughs> he ends up losing uh, to her and becoming vice president uh, at the student council meeting the newly elected president invites herself over to Izumi's house where she promptly announces that she's going to be uh, Izumi's wife thanks to an agreement uh, facilitated by alcohol made between her parents <laughs> when they were only three. Wow. So, I've only seen the trailer, and it looks cute and everything, so I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'll check it out. Um, I... This kind of takes a, um, like, a spin on, like, a couple, like, standard stories and kind of mixes them in a weird way. Because there's, like, the children who made a promise when they were young, except in this case, it's drunk parents made promises for their children. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's different. And then, um, I guess, uh, somebody who expects to be the uh, student body president gets kind of upset by a newcomer. And then, like, that one show. Where I can't remember what it was, but it was like the they had like the the etchy police or something like that, where like the girl was like she had like underwear on her head and running around and like causing uh, ruckus in this. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> no, I remember that one. So, <laughs> so this like her throwing condoms and stuff like that reminds me of that. So I'm like this show sounds like a mess, but I would check it out. Um, I don't know. Let's see who did the uh, the prequel. It doesn't say who did the prequel too. Um, so I don't know who the studio is for this, but uh, looking at the trailer, it looks interesting. Uh, looks very silly. So yeah, and well, and and see, I don't know about these because like these are the shorts. These are the ones that are like what five minutes long or something like that. Some mm. ridiculous, and I'm like, I can't, ah. I can't do it when you're just like you you're you're in, you're out, you're done. You're in, you're out, you're done. You're in, you're out, you're done. I'm like, what the hell? And like the quality of these shows just swing wildly. Yes. Like, the show that I mentioned earlier, uh, Ayuda, that was like a down to earth um not like it's one of them cute girl doing cute things, but it's like more than one of the toned down kinda hey, let's do this and all that kind of funny stuff. And then there's other ones that are, like, super crazy. Um, mm -hmm. There's some that are, like, really low budget, but the story's hilarious. And there's some that are the animation's up there, but then the story's bad. And then there's some that are just really bad for everything. So um, this is the second season, so I'm assuming that they're doing pretty good. Um, I, oh, so I guess I'll have to look for the first season and check it out, and then I'll be able to watch this one. The last one I have is a movie, um, which means I won't be able to see it unless Funimation brings it over or if I go find it and 
somewhere or I buy it on Blu-ray or something. And uh, the last one is Gantz Zero or Gantz O. It's been a long time since I've heard that name. Yeah, so I know there is a live-action movie and I know there is an anime and um, I have seen nothing. <laughs> um, the trailer looks really cool. It's the um, the CG that you like, like super photorealistic and high quality. So, mm-hmm. so um, I'm curious. It's, it says Gantz Zero, so it looks like it's gonna be a prequel. Um, or if it's Gantz O, then oh, O for Osaka. Oh, okay. It says uh, the description says that it's a um, that adaptate a 3D adaptation of the manga's Osaka art. So, um, for those who are following the manga, I guess y'all are excited for that. Um, the studio that is doing this is Digital Frontier, and they have done Appleseed and the Tekken movie. Ooh, I wanted to see that. And um, Biohazard and Soul Reviver, which two that I haven't seen. But um, Appleseed, I've seen trailers for that like back way back in the early 2000s and um those looked cool but i never got around to watching those so um i feel like i they have i have confidence that there is going to be a really well done movie but mm-hmm. um, as far as story i i haven't seen any of the gantz things so um i have um it's been a long time I'm hopeful it should be something good. It really should. Uh, as far as whether or not it will be, it again, it's been such a long time mm. since I've I've watched it, so I can't say for sure if it will or not. But I mean, I guess in the end, we'll just we'll see. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it in such a long time that I wouldn't even remember like the actual storyline itself, as far as like what was involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> It has just been that long. I mean, that came back out like when I was in freaking high school or something. That was, <laughs> God, that was such a long time ago. Um, but again, I'll probably give it a look-see just to see how, how well it does and, and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the anime came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. That was back when the OG Full Metal Alchemist came out. Mm-hmm. Man. So yeah, um, it's the last show that I have, and uh, that'll end our video for this season. Yep, uh, yep. So, uh, we plan <laughs> to do a end of a season video. Um, Ray and Daisy Case from the last video plan on joining us. Uh, they're really busy and um, they had something to do today, so they weren't able to join us. But uh, hopefully they can join us for the next one. Uh, and uh, if our schedules work out and if I actually catch up on everything, <laughs> um, we will catch y'all. Um, the end of the season for our final thoughts. Uh, 
And we will catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye.